What's up, weebs? Today's episode of Weebcast is brought to you by The Gallery. Straight out of New York, The Gallery is a curated collection of photographs from around the entire world. Unfortunately, uh, like in a lot of our favorite animes, we really don't have any speed or uh, teleportation techniques to use to get around. So, that's why we have The Gallery to bring these finished pieces of work from around the world to straight to us. All of their prints are made from 100% recycled aluminum, giving your wall that gallery finish. Now you can take some of those cringy and those old, ripping up those those dingy looking bleaching one piece posters off your wall and replace it with some true pieces of art. Right now the gallery is offering Weebcast listeners 15% off by using the code 15OFF. That's the numbers 15 then off. All you have to do is just go to thegallery.com and that's T-H-E-G-A-L-R-Y.com so your wall will never be boring again. Now, enjoy the show. Hey yo, let's go. Welcome back to another episode of Weebcast. I know... Oh, I know you guys have been waiting for another episode of Weebcast with your boy CW, your host with the most, the logic in the anime world, the man with reason in the manga scape. Indeed, I am back. Hope you guys have been uh, doing pretty well. Um, I'm not going to say that you've been missing this voice because I know damn well you haven't been missing this voice, but I know you've been missing some great anime news, some great uh anime and manga reviews and all everything in between with my with some cool topics and all that stuff and some of the and and then the and some of the guests I've been having over the last uh month or two. But um there was a short hiatus there. I will not lie. First first of all, let's like I said, I'm gonna get to some house cleaning. Um right now. But you know, actually no, before I do some house cleaning, let me just talk a little bit about <laughs> What, what, what we got in store for today. If you can't see the title, everybody, this is Weebcast. This is C-Dub's Weekly Manga Corner, which it hasn't been too weekly, but I'm, I promise you it's going to get more consistent <laughs> in the coming months. Things got a little hectic, which I'll get to in a little bit, but your your favorite weekly manga corner where I tell you what you guys should be reading in the world of manga, um, namely on Shonen Jump. If you got, if you buy, if you have a, a subscription on Viz Media, you got your subscription with... Uh, Shonen Jump, they got a lot of stories coming out each week. You don't, there's a lot of things you probably want to read, things you never heard about, never heard of, not sure if it's good or not. You come here, you listen to your boy CW, he's going, and I'm just going to tell you right straight up what you should be reading that week and things you should be reading forward. Um, so I, I know you're lucky to have me, but I'm even, I'm luckier to have you guys because I love every single one of y'all. Um, but yes, today is our. Is my weekly manga corner with your boy C Dub. I got uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. I'm going to be talking about that chapter, chapter 116. I'm going to be talking about uh, Mashal, chapter 25, and then finally I'm going to end that on uh, My Hero Academia, chapter 279, which came out uh, just a few days ago. And we're going to be focusing on those three um, pieces of work on today's manga corner. But before I get into that. I want to tell you about, um, I, I don't want to call this a rant or a diatribe, but I do want to start with something, at least on topic with Shonen Jump. Um, and it's spelled Shonen Jump in the year 2020. This is, we're about halfway through the year. Um, it's been a crazy ride. Crazy, 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 crazy ride. Um, with ups and downs, with a lot of downs, but there will be ups in the future. You can't have, you can't have, there's no rant. You can't have uh, rainbows without rain. Uh, but, you know, it's one of the things I've been saying for for years and years now. It's just, it's just impossible. Um, with 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 the pandemic, self isolation, economic crisis, mass social movements, I wouldn't blame you if these last few months, you know, passed at a snail's pace. Um, but 2020 has also been pretty an eventful year for Shueisha's Weekly Shonen Jump so far. Um, no fewer than four. Very long-running series have departed the magazine along with a whole host of others. The the, the um, basically we got Kitsumi no Yabu Demon Slayer out. We got Yuna in the Haunted Hot Springs gone. 
We got uh, Promise Neverland, which you guys should check out that episode as well. A few weeks ago, I talked about Promise Neverland with uh, its Amazon series. Uh, first season one recap, season two uh, preview, and what I think about the series. And then Haikyuu just ended not too long ago. Um, has just left the roster feeling um, very, very, very and fresh indeed. But we're also more than nine months away um, from when I... I'm not sure. I'm going to have to find the tweets. When I talked a little bit about our perspectives, when I talked about Shonen Jump as a whole, um, and I was kind of wondering if Shonen Jump has really faced up to the challenges posted by 2020. And with just a five, with about five months to go, um, what kind of position is Shueisha in to deal with the long-term problems facing the uh, manga industry? Um, and we're going to head this with, I mean, because we all know that. I mean, you know that, listening, and I know that nothing's nothing lasts forever. Nothing is eternal. Um, but I will clarify a few things because I've never actually said it in a podcast format, and I've never really written it when I used to write when I used to write articles um, on on meat on the media map and things like that. So I'll clarify it here, though. Um, it's just necessary to address some of the claims that I made over time in the last few years on just on random Twitter posts. Um, and I talked about how some readers uh, kind of raised concerns that, or some people have spoken to me, whether, you know, off air, on air, we kind of talked about how they, they thought I was kind of overreaching on some of the, how I forecast the gloomy future of uh, Shonen Jump, you know, overstating, you know, oh, um, that I was overestimating the uh, problems like the decline of One Piece, which I do still believe. That's one of the few takes that um, people still get on me to this day. And I'm sure people who are listening are, you know, like, what the hell are you doing, Chris? One Piece is, you know, obviously a 10 out of 10. How could you ever say that is a decline? But I believe that. But um, as we're moving on to the increasingly digital-only generation, um, I did I did have some oversights in some of my statements. Um but my, the, the main point, what I was that I was trying to get across, that nothing is eternal, and thing, and that, and that still stands. Um, and it's very possible that this year, but more likely next year, that we're going to see Shonen Jump lose the crown. Um, and you're probably asking what I mean by that, but it's easy to look at the towering status of Weekly Shonen Jump and assume that things are will always just be the same. Um, but you know, if we just look at history. We just gotta look at history, yo. Look, I know you guys love anime and manga. You guys, you like nerding out, weaving out, whatever the term you guys want to use. But you know, we, we don't want to repeat. It. We we get, we look at history so we can uh, make better decisions in the future. And history tells us um, that's the opposite. Things don't, you know, just stay the same. No doubt, readers in the '60s and in the '70s thought that Kondansha's Weekly Shonen Magazine would always be the king, but it, its popularity was eclipsed by Jump. Um, in the 80s and and then further into the 90s um, and so what we're, so we're thinking about a you know a a 20 really a 25 28 year window where weekly Shonen magazine um, which was published by Kodansha was reigning king um, so almost about 20 to 30 years where that was on top it wasn't really until really until the 90s where weekly Shonen jump was was the fan favorite being bought more than uh, the Weekly Shonen magazine? Uh, all things come to an end, guys. Even the mightiest star, <laughs> due to complete expenditure of hydrogen, you know, it, these things happen. But and the things I don't want to be too dramatic. And while it's true that Weekly Shonen magazine never really regained um, its top spot in terms of circulation and just the raw numbers, it still occupies a very important place in the industry. To this day, um, you have things like the quinten- the quintential quintuplets, uh, Seven Deadly Sins, uh, Domestic Girlfriend were all best-selling series uh, last year, and their departure leaves Kondansha um, and then the Weekly Shonen Magazine in a very similar similar si- situation in 2020 as Weekly Shonen Jump. Um, so while the complete extinction of Shueisha Shonen Magazine is definitely not on the cards. I'm not don't don't get me I'm not saying that we're just gonna see them just fizzle out over the next year and a half. Um but it is possible that circulation may drop 
and its influences may fade um, to a to a certain extent. You know, the dramatic tone of you know what I what I've said in the past and kind of kind of what I may kind of sound like right now um, was just to combat you know illusions in the opposite of the argument, saying that you know we'll, that we'll see another twenty years of dominance with Weekly Shonen Jump and people just assuming that that things would be the same. Um, but you know, history and science tells us that things rarely ever do. Um, uh, and I also talked about, I kind of want to talk about Weekly Shonen Jump's 2020 roster, um, and then the sports shaped whole. Um, if you think of Hajino Ebo just kind of just rocking in a right hand, you know, like a heart stopper shot, um, just picture that and Weekly Shonen Jump's magazine and him just punching the fuck out of that. That's, that's kind of what I'm getting at because. We should examine what happened to Weekly Shonen Jump in this year. Uh, and the first big area of that is just the change in his lineup of the series and the roster. See, we've already kind of dealt with in length with the departure of some of the high profile series. So I'm not going to go too far into that. But what I want to focus on is two areas uh, in which the current roster is severely lacking. And that's the extraordinary absence of sports series. And you know me. Sports manga, sports anime is... I've, <laughs> I know more about it probably more than the average weeb. That's all I'm saying. And I, and I probably did a little too much research on it. But look, look. I know a lot about sports manga. I know a lot about sports anime. I know a lot about the importance that it has on in the culture. Just anime and, and, and manga culture. And we have a... And, we, and, and that's severely lacking in Weekly Shonen Jumps magazine. Um, Haikyuu's departure just what I guess it's been about two weeks has it been has it really been two weeks yet um, was a historic moment for the magazine uh, for the first time in its uh, 52 year history there was not a single sports running uh, sports series running in its roster um, 52 years <laughs> and it's and like you should, you should guys go back to the um, my very first episode of Weebcast, the number one anime and manga show, by the way, um, when I did my first episode on sports manga and I listed some of my favorites, the importance, and all that jazz. Um, listed a lot. We talked about a lot of cool series. I'm um, gonna have to do a follow the, a follow up on that, by the way, because it's a pretty popular episode. Um, but over, just think about 52 years now. 50 for 52 straight years. Um, there was not a single. Or right now, there's not a single sports series running in its roster, which is crazy. It's just absolutely wild. And the significance of this of this movement really cannot be understated here. I'm, I'm being serious, guys, because Weekly Shonen Jump has always enjoyed a strong relationship with the world of sports. Ever since its, public, its publication right, um, I think, in the beginning of 1968. And many of its most successful and iconic series have belonged to the subgenre of sports. Slam Dunk. Quote no basket, high Q. And that's just naming just a few of them. So don't <laughs> trust me, there's a lot more. And like I said, go back to the very first episode of the podcast of the show, and you'll find out that I list 20, almost probably 30 different series. Um, but those looking for um, some sports goodness and weekly show and jump in 2020 will be severely disappointed. And it kind of really alienates a whole set of core fans. Um, which is also plays to a part in its in its um, sales and its dipping in sales. Critically, however, what, what the disappearance of the sports series from the roster kind of also tells us is that it's a complete failure of kind of the editorial team to get a new one off the ground in the, um, in the last couple of months. Um, now, Beast Children and uh, I know I'm forgetting another one. Beast Children and Double Double Taise. Um Beast Children is kind of a is a rugby. It's got it's got a muddy formula, but it's a rugby anime, a rugby manga. Um, that's been I guess I've only been reading it since September of last year. Um, and it's got art similar to kind of to the haiku. It's got a main character that will kind of will give you to the feeling of Gone from Hunter Hunter or or Sukumoto from Days, and they're kind of, and that character is kind of down pat. Um, but it's got a very, got a hyper, it's got a very likable main character. Um, I'll probably talk about it on the show. I'm going to have to talk about Beast Children on, on the show on someday. And then Double Taisei. Um, 
which is a um another sh another manga actually I've been reading since September of last year as well. Um and it's probably and it's becoming one of my favorite board game sports kind of manga. It's a shogi uh manga. Um people who like Haraki no go and um and things of that nature. You guys are going to you're going to love um uh Double Taisei. Uh but that's and that's the point is they haven't they haven't tried to bring some of these and try to foster some of these into the into the current magazine, um, because I'm pretty sure both of these Beast Children I'm not quite sure because I'm not caught Beast Children and Double Ties have come to an end since the last time I've even kind of checked up on them, um, and they're just and they had their own sort of problems in those series with the complete lack of polish and some of the originality, so it isn't really wasn't too much worth dwelling on those two series. Um, but the point I made, or the point I kind of want to finish here is that Jump needed some originality and some ingenuity headed into this year, um, in order to kind of match up with his, with his competitors. Um, and that becomes increasingly obvious when you're looking at the realm of sports series. Because while Suecia struggles to get a successful one off the ground, Kandansha... Where the real, where the some sport, where you're going to get some real good sports manga action, you go to Kandansha magazine because they're having a great success with Blue Lock. Which people who know me personally, they know I love. I've been loving Blue Lock, and I'm pretty sure I re referenced it in the first episode of this podcast back in February. I'm not sure if I didn't, I, I should have. Um, and the, and Kandansha not only has success with Blue Lock, but they're also having success with uh, Akita Shoten. Um, in the long running, uh, Yawashi, uh, Yawamushi pedal. Um, while Haiku may have outsold Blue Lock and, uh, Yawamushi pedal by, a uh, country mile. Doesn't mean much if it may or may, even if it may or may not be the last, you know? What's the point of it selling so damn well if we're not, if Shonen Jump can't foster another sports, uh, manga into their, to their roster? Um... And, to, and this goes into my next point with the roster, is with this sports hole clearly in Shonen Jump's midsection, they're kind of overeaten in some in another area, and that's comedy. Um, given the manga magazine's close relationship with the sports series over the years, um, Shueisha uh, is no doubt looking to fill that hole, and you know with. But in, in that roster by the end of this year, at least I hope that I, if I feel like that's what they're working towards. And in order to do so, they will have to do one thing, and obviously that's going to come with canceling some series, you know, which may bode well for the the current glut of comedy series um, they have. Uh, me and Robaco, um, the hard-boiled cop and dolphin manga, um, and the Mitama Security. Those are just three comedy recently uh, comedy series added to the Weekly Shonen Jump magazine over the last month and a half, and, there, and there's more. There's no, and those, those are more. Um, I'm trying to think some more gag series. A uh, uh, Gravity Boys. I already added. Already said. Me and Robaco. Maguchan. God of Destruction. Uh, Mitama Securities. Mi, uh, Mitama Security. You know, and I'm, when I mean bad gag series, we mean the series with little to no overall narrative. Uh, that places emphasis on their chapter by chapter gags and uh, character interactions. That's what I kind of mean by gag series. I um, mean these four series are followed by with three new series um, that enjoy an overly comedic a comedic bent, but they also do some have some stronger narratives than the four that I uh, talked about. And that's Mori King, which I, I do suggest you guys try to read, Mashal, and Bone Collection. All three of which are slowly but surely making the transition to battle manga. Slowly. And we're, so I'm, in, I'm excited for that. But still, it's a lot of comedy. And although it's true that comedy has always played an important part in Weekly Shonen Jump roster, the, the overabundance of this, of this genre, though, in 2020 threatens to kind of undermine the delicate balance uh, of the magazine. Um, in his interview, in, in interviews with the other editors... Of the main four Shonen magazines, uh, Weekly Shonen Champion, um, whose editor-in-chief is uh, Takakawa Shingo, kind of talked a lot about the former um, uh, EIC's um, Kaburo Taizo's box lunch approach to publication. 
Uh, and to put it simply, Taizo argued that having lots of different series from different genres in your magazine meant that it could garner a wider audience, attracting more eyeballs, in the same way as an elaborately constructed bento box lunch, you know? Um, and then the ethos of this approach also applies to Weekly Shonen Jump. If not all the major weekly magazines, Jump is not just home to action epics as such as One Piece, but also love comedies like We Never Learn, but also have dark fantasies like Chainsaw Man, and realistic stories of show business like Act Age. Um, while comedic uh, six series always have played such an important part in that, I mean, who can, who can I mean, classics like Dr. Slump and Bo 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 Bo. I'm not sure if I had enough bows on that one. But ne nearly having one third of your roster be one of just one genre kind of seems a little bit much. Um, and it seems likely that Weekly Shonen Jump will be getting rid of some of these comedy series over the next of the later of the second half of 2020. Um, if not just in order to preserve some of the balance of the roster, but then it would also make room for some more sports series, which would only be natural and which would be pretty awesome. Let me just be real with you guys. When you think of anime, you think of Crunchyroll. When you think of food delivered real fast, you think of Postmates. So when you think of podcasting, what do you think of? Or at least when I think about podcasts, I think about Anchor. Anchor is the perfect place if you want to start your podcast. You can talk about all kinds of things. You don't just have to talk about some weave stuff that I talk about. See, in Anchor, there's a set of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right on your phone. It's crazy. And Anchor will actually distribute your podcast for you. It can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. All you have to do is just download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, let me get started with... <laughs> See, look, I, 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 I'm, not, I'm not really a betting person, but I could try to be. And I like to think of myself as one. <laughs> On whether it's in sports or just in life, I like to I like to propose bets to people because I feel like that's the sincerest form. I mean, not and it's not with real money. I'm not saying I'm betting with real money, but I like to propose situations with betting involved. And if, like I said, if I was a betting person, I'm gonna have to say a Gravity Boys and Mitama Security would probably be the first first two to go off and get and get again get the axe on the uh shonen jump magazines uh roster uh and this and i and i'm putting this solely on the fact that they have really re low volume sales um uh, as well as their relatively long runtime. um i may be uh, and i'm kind of tempted to put on bone collection but i actually like that and it's actually i do see that actually getting better and becoming not only just not only a a, a, a decent comedy but a at least a, a, a even more decent battle shonen as well um as well so and i kind of like it so but that'd be if i had a third choice i might have to throw a bone collection there um even though i thought the first volume was was okay i don't think it was well received and the first volume I'm, i doubt will do very well on sales and i doubt it will prove any too much popular um but the prospect of losing yet more series uh however you know might you might bring out you in in some kind of stress level hives or something haven't already lost so many heavy hitters i mean would it not be not be wise to at least keep some of the new series around for the time being uh, um, unfortunately that's never been the weekly shonen jump approach uh furthermore the, the success that some of the new series have had means that doesn't necessarily have to be the case though um and I think some of the main oversight from the things I've said in the past kind of ignored some of the medium-term successes that Weekly Shonen Jump has had going into 2019. Uh, My Hero Academia, which I'll be talking a little bit later in the show. Um, Jujutsu Kaisen and Act Age. Actually, all three of those things. All three of those uh, mangas I will be talking later on the show. And now Chainsaw Man and um, Mission Yokozuna uh, Karakura Family. Um, this was due to some, for a couple reasons, though. 
Uh, firstly, there simply was not enough time to cover everything when I was saying these in spurts on Twitter, and um, and you could someone could easily write a whole novel um, every year on the current state of the magazine. Um, secondly, it was necessary to take place more focus on recent additions to the roster in order to understand the position of Weekly Shonen Jump heading into uh, 2020. Um, as this year is teaching us, even heavy hitters can go away at some point. Um, assessing the long-term prospects of the magazine then you know, requires us to examine some of the short-term additions. Um, in this case, the success of uh, Mashal, um, Undead Luck, which I highly recommend, cannot be understated here. Um, the former series penned by, uh, I think it was Hajime Kot, uh, Komoto, um, has had the best single volume release since Tatsuki's uh, uh, Fujimoto's Chainsaw Man in 2019. Um, the latter, penned by uh, Yoshifuma Tokuzaka, um, has taken a little longer to gain attraction, hitting an estimated 31 or 30,000 unit sales at the end of last month on the base of, basis of two volume releases. All in all, these two series um, are on track for some big success in the future. And I'm saying, you're hearing this, you're hearing this first. Undead Luck and Mashal. You're going to be seeing this a lot on Twitter. You're going to see a lot of them on YouTube. You're going to be seeing a lot of this on Reddit, Tumblr, Discord, wherever you guys may be, be posted up at. But don't forget that your boy C-Dub is recommending you these series up on the jump. Y'all want to be cool? You want to see you keep cool to your little weeb friends? Tell them that. T- pretend that you, you found these series. You discovered this. All right? You don't have to credit me. Just know that you're in your heart that, I, that I'm, rec- I'm recommending you two great uh, pieces right now. But even so, these are still the early days. And strong initial volume releases can quickly you know, turn into their opposite if the pace is not kept up. As consumers will have reason to keep buying them. Uh, we'll have other reasons to keep buying something else or buy them. But furthermore, the success of these two series hides the fact that there are many others uh, faltered. With a Gravity Boys and Mitama Security being the obvious examples that I've, posed, I've, I've just talked about. The less we say about the um, utter failure of Samurai 8, uh, the better. I'm not even going to get into that. But as a result of Weekly Shonen Jump, has undoubtedly secured some success for itself over the course of 2020. Um, Focusing on new series such as like this also excludes the fact that Jujutsu Kaisen is about to blow up on the account of its uh, anime adaptation, um, as well as the fact that the more established series such as My Hero Academia and Doctor Stone are going from strength to strength. Um, nevertheless, you know this is still sketchy success that doesn't necessarily ins- ensure the magazine will reign on top for the foreseeable future and definitely for another 20, um, 20 years. But I want to put into um, Weekly Shonen Jump and its future from 2020 and moving on. Because um, the question is, there's something that you're probably thinking about right now, Chris. Like, well, where does this leave Weekly Shonen Jump heading into the second half of 2020 and, and beyond? <laughs> Firstly, there are gaping holes in the roster uh, that desperately need to be filled. In both terms of both the sports series in general and just better comedy series, uh, it is necessary in order to preserve the kind of the balance of the magazine, like a good bento box, like we've talked about, and as well as drawing in a wider audience. Um, secondly, while there are some new series that managed to find some early success, this needs to be maintained and cultured and fostered on the basis of solid storytelling and consistent quality. Otherwise, I mean, that success could quickly dissipate as quick as they're just as quick as their success extending. Um, I mean, another question. Will Weekly Shonen Jump lose its pole position as the world's biggest and most popular manga magazine by the end of 2020? The hot button question? <sighs> Not likely. <laughs> nope. The process is going to be a long and drawn out one, right? And with plenty of peaks and valleys through the way. And furthermore, many other weekly magazines are dealing with their own problems. Um, even though I've been talking a lot about, you know, we've been talking a lot about how Shonen Jump magazine and its issues, um, its recent issues, it's not the only one. Even Kodansha, which I was highly touting with their sports series, Kodansha's got some departures as well. 
Um, you know, Kondasha's uh, departures from the Weekly Shonen Magazine as well. They have um, uh, what did I th- what did I say? I think I was the quintessential quintuplets, Seven Deadly Sins, Domestic Girlfriend, um, which are all coming. You know, we're all coming up to an end. Um, and Shogu and uh, Shogun Kukan's handling of Detective Conan, uh, which I want to do a whole separate episode on, because God, that's it's a it's a disaster. Um, if Shueisha's Legendary Magazine is going to be dethroned, it most likely won't be this year. Um, never, nevertheless, though, Weekly Shonen Jump has hardly overcome the most general challenges facing the manga industry today. You know, circulation is still dropping, with more and more readers choosing to go online. Or simply wait for volume releases. Um, and like, you know, I don't have... I said, this show isn't sponsored by Viz Media or Shonen Jump. Which I hope, you know, I hope someday. Like, that'd be pretty fucking cool. But it's not right now. Um, mom myself, I either like to wait for the volume releases. Or, and more popularly, over the last few years now. I'm just... I just subscribe to, to the subscription on um, Viz Media. And the Weekly Shonen Jump ma- uh, website. Just... Sign up for the subscriptions, real cheap, monthly prize. Every Sunday, I got new stuff to read on Shonen Jump. Same thing with Kondansha's magazine. Um, and even, you know, I, 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 look, it's easy. It's easy, it's simple. I mean, especially if you, especially if there's a lot of people, there's a large subsection of people who only read a lot of Shonen Jump type titles anyway. Um, namely, One Piece, Dr. Stone, My Hero Academia, anyway. So, um, it it, it it fit it does it fits a lot of people because those shows those series have such large audiences already but um um but it's not the only thing because all in all as much as we me and yourself we love manga and anime uh, it's not made for us which I've already talked about in several several different podcasts and th- several different episodes <laughs> over you know since starting the show um. Cause just and people don't like to admit the declining birth rate and the stagnating Japanese economy also cuts into the amount of people and people the money that cuts money from uh, people's pockets, which is only compounded by the effects of of the pandemic. Um, Shueisha has certainly tried to overcome these problems, launching initiatives such as the uh, Jump Digital Lab. Uh, which placed a lot more emphasis on the Jump Plus mon- digital manga service in general. But, you know, the journey's far from over. And seeing where Weekly Shonen Jump goes in the second half of 2020 is going to be, frankly, interesting to see. Um, and any new developments will s- definitely, definitely be delivered to you in a timely manner. That is a promise. That's a dub promise. Uh, you, you, can, you can put that in your pocket. You can take that to the bank. Um, but I want, you, I want you guys to know. I want you guys to think... And tell me what you think about the current state of the Weekly Shonen Jump for those who were avid readers, avid readers of it. Um, where do you think you will be on by the end of 2020? Let us know on my social media where you can be found on Twitter.com, J-X-N-M-O-R-I. Um, or hit me up on Discord at JustMori7710. Um, um, that'll be all linked. <laughs> find that on my Twitter. Uh, you can find out me. Don't worry, it'll be linked. It'll be linked. But for now, but for now, I got some cool things. Right after this break, we're gonna hit an ad, and then we're gonna hit you with um some with the classic and patented the C Dubs Manga Corner. Where you guys are gonna take a seat with me? I'm gonna open up Shonen Jump magazine, um, digitally. And I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to talk about three series that I think that was that thought was really worth reading this past week. Um, I'm pretty sure you've already kind of, I think I pretty, I thought I talked about it at the top of the hour, but if I haven't, it's it's pretty simple. I'm going to go over Jujutsu Kaisen, My Hero Academia, and I'm going to be talking about, um, oh my god, I can't even think of the third one off the top of my head, uh, Mashal. So, um, no, I'm going to be Jujutsu Kaisen. My hero academia and Mashal, yeah. See, look, sometimes I even get a little frazzled, but right after you're gonna just in a minute, give me a few minutes, grab a drink, um, pause if you have to, get yourself a drink, get something to eat. I want you guys to sit down, take a re- uh, relax, and we're gonna go over some of this, uh, some of the more recent, some three mangas, three manga chapters, give you my thoughts and review them. 
um, in this past issue of uh, Weekly Shonen Jump, and uh, it's going to be a great time. It's going to be a really great time, and I can't wait to tell you, um, can't wait to talk about these three pieces of work because they've been um, kind of moving in directions that I've been really, I've been really liking. Uh, don't worry, but look, 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 we'll get all to that. I'll see you on the other side. Stay frosty, guys. Hey yo, it's Weepcast Radio. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the number one and main manga podcast show on the internet. You can put your bottom dollar on it with your boy C Dub, better known as Chris or Mori, whatever you want to call me. I can't have too many aliases. That's probably probably not good for the business. You know what I mean? You think so, right? Production team. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like all those names though. Those are my nicknames. People know me by that, right? Can it? Keep stick the seat up, up. All right. Um, to the behest of my production crumb, you know, just hey, your boy C Dub, <laughs> with, with a little with the C with the circle around it. That's copyrighted, my big my boy's copyrighted, uh, ladies and gentlemen. But look, 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 I hope you got something to drink. Um, I hope you have something to eat. I hope you found a comfy spot in your nice little bed, your nice little cot. Maybe you're outside uh, on this beautiful day right now, and you just Somehow you wanted to listen to some uh, You wanted to listen to some black man talk about some Weeb stuff <laughs> but, but, let, let, but let's say All those things are true you, You're in for a treat You like manga right You like listening to manga reviews right Then they, you, They're at the right place Cause I'm hitting you Cause right now what you just entered You just entered C-Dub's weekly manga corner Um WMC I kinda like that I'm gonna like that. Hey, make a note of that production team. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Weekly's CW's Weekly Mind Corner, um, WMC. But welcome back to the uh, Weekly Mind Corner, um, where I detail you the chapters and the series that you need to read week to week in your one of the world's most popular favorite um, manga web uh, magazines, Weekly Shonen Jump. There's so many things they have in there, and there's a lot of shit to read in there. Probably a lot of good stuff, a lot of mediocre stuff, and the occasional terrible stuff. But that's why you got me to tell you what's good and what's not. God, that sounds arrogant as fuck, doesn't it? But but uh, I like to point out this this worthwhile. I like to point out worthwhile stuff. All right, and look, we don't we do it big here, you know. Hot takes is just what I do. I don't. I, we stay bold on here on Weebcast, right? We like to stay bold on Weebcast. We don't do it small here. We don't do it small. Uh, but like I said, on the top of the hour, I talked about the three three chapters this past week that I want to talk about that came out on this la- latest uh, crop of um, of uh, chapters in Weekly Shonen Jump magazine. And you know I like to read them digitally. You know I like it. I got the subscription through Viz Media. I'm reading these chapters, man. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Weekly Shonen Jump. I love the digital platform they got. Um... To be honest, I really do makes makes my life so much easier and so and it's cheap too. So, and you know your boy loves loves a bargain. Um, but um, like I said, I'm going over Jujutsu Kaisen, My Hero Academia, and Mashal. The third one, Mashal, being one of my one of my list on the up and coming um, mangas that will be probably updated in the future. Um, will be adapted. I mean, will be an anime in sometime in the future. I, I give it about another year or two. Um, and obviously, My Hero Academia, which has been on a roll, I think, for like for these for last few chapters, and then Jujutsu Kaisen, um, which doesn't miss. Um, they miss very rarely. I mean, I feel like they're like Steph Curry at the uh, free throw line, man. <laughs> it's just they only miss when it's when it's a blue moon, um, and a lightning strikes you. Right? It's it's that rare, you know what I mean? Um, but look, we're ending the week. And in the new weekend, it's so time for a weekly show to jump. Shueisha's legendary manga, manga magazine has been releasing every single Monday for over 50 years at this point, and it's, it still has enough exciting series in its roster to justify its hollowed status. And on this, on this hollowed episode of Weebcast Number One Anime and Manga Show, your boy C Dub, also known as Chris. It's going to investigate the latest and the greatest in the world of Weekly Shonen Jump, telling you what's worth your time to read and what's not. Um, this week, 
We're chatting up Jujutsu Kaisen Chapter 116, Mashal Chapter 25, and My Hero Academia Chapter 279. Um, welcome back, welcome back. It's been a few weeks since I did this. Uh, there's been a lot of, there's been some weird stuff being hacked on Twitter. Um, some, some, uh, <laughs> equipment got kind of, um, better to say the words, crapped out on me. So I couldn't produce anything. Um, but I was just kind of just writing, writing, writing episodes, doing a lot of, doing some research for those things. And so just expect for, we're going to be coming back at you. We're, we're, am I, I'm alone. <laughs> it's just me, myself, and I. And the production team, I'm sorry, obviously the production, but hey, we're, look, we're rolling solo dolo here. But we're going to be, that's going to be changed. We're going to be back. Um, and uh, I just love doing these weekly manga roundups. It's been on a serious note. I, just, I love talking about this stuff. Like I said, y'all already know I'm a manga head. I be eating manga like it ain't nobody's business. Slurping that shit up like some grade A top ramen. Um, <laughs> and um, but I want to make this more solidified thing. Reach the week, week to week. Um, so just bear with me. Things are going to get tightened up. Got some cool news on the future. It's going to be some. You're going to be seeing some different things on the shows, on these upcoming sh- uh, episodes. So uh, just bear with me. Um, everything's gonna be alright But Without further ado Let's get into some manga Now we'll Start with Jujutsu Kaisen Chapter 116 um, And it's gonna co- Probably won't come in as no surprise If I say that um, Is that Jujutsu Kaisen's Shibuya Incident Arc Is incredibly Incredibly reminiscent of Hunter X Hunter, of Hunter Hunter. That's it. I really did the DX. Take my weave card from me right now. Um, but Hunter Hunter's Chimera, uh, Chimera Ant Arc. If the fixed temporal and spatial nature of the arc wasn't really enough, then the whole series has always been incredibly influenced by Yoshiro Togashi's hiatus written, written masterpiece, Hunter Hunter. Even right down to the power system and the designs. Um, nevertheless, Jujutsu Kaisen Chapter 116 goes one step further, aping, aping at the climax of the Kamara and arc in both function and in form. And what I'm talking about, of course, is the fight uh, between the King of Curses, Sukuna, and the Cursed Spirit, Jogo. See, uh, this fight has been going on for several chapters now, beginning back in Chapter 112, uh, when Itadori was fed some of more Sukuna's fingers, and the antagonist woke up from his slumber. Um, it is in Jujutsu Kaisen chapter 116, however, that this fight reaches its climax. And what a climax it is. Uh, shit. While, while I do have my problems with the Shibuya incident arc so far, and we'll get into that a little later on, there is no denying that the series author, Gige um, Akutami, has been bringing his all when it comes to the, uh, art and visual presentation. The environmental destruction, in particular, has been a fucking joy to behold, and Jujutsu, and Jujutsu Kaisen Chapter 116 is no exception. Um, with when Jogo and Sukuna are standing on top of a giant fireball, you can feel the heat radiating from it and gawk at the impossible geometry as the adjacent sides uh, scraper is devoured. Uh, however, I I just could look at this panel all day. And I know what the panel you're looking at. Uh, just, just that the the skyscraper being um, devoured by this the flaming heat of this of this uh, fireball. Uh, but chapter 116 isn't all about the flashy action. Um, however, most of it it is in fact composed of a conversation between Tsukuna and Jogo and his fellow cursed spirits. Um, Jojo kind of goes on to explain what his motivations were, um, wanting to become human. By eradicating them and kind of taking their place, um, and obviously Sukuna ain't agreeing with all that, saying that he should have simply just simply burnt everything he wanted, but it hardly matters. You know, and this conversation is taking place inside Jogo's mind. Uh, I should probably should say that time slowing down to a crawl as he's burning to death. Um, and the final note of this fight leads off on is what really makes me think of Hunter Hunter. Um, Although they have crossed blows, you know, Jogo and uh, Sukuna are able to understand each other at the at the very end. And Sukuna even says that Jogo is strong um, and that he should stand proud because of it. Much like the uh, Miram and Netero fight. 
Um, this was a fight that was never going to leave any survivors. But it did leave the combatants full of respect for each other. Uh, and, and in Hunter Hunter's case, Netero forced to use was forced to use the uh, uh, the miniature rose, and Miram finally afflicted uh, with fear. Um, and if the Shibuya arc is closely molded after the Chimera Ant arc, then it wouldn't be surprised. It wouldn't really surprise me if the Jujutsu Kaisen chapter one hundred sixteen is also the beginning of the end of this month's long um, battle. Um, much like how Netero's finals, final actions against Miram kind of forced the momentum back into the Hunter's favor, the balance of power is also beginning to shift in Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, the mysterious uh, Udamume that comes to escort the antagonist at the very end may have something very well to something to do with this, um, as well as the eventual fate of uh, Megumi uh, Fushigoro. Um, the way that Gige Akutami has gone completely wild on the artistic direction, including that and some gorgeous double pages spread focused on Sukuna's hand movements. My God. Also reminds me of uh, very much of Netoro's um, Barsivata Nen powers. Uh, of course, the comparison only goes so far. For one, the climax of this fight hardly had the same impact for me personally. As the one from Hunter Hunter, mainly because Sukuna and Jogo aren't really that interesting as characters. Uh, but what's more, what we don't actually know is if this is going to serve the serve the same narrative purpose as Netoro versus Mero did in Hunter Hunter. Although I really hope so. Um, Jujutsu Kaisen Shibuya incident arc has been going on for a while now, and I'm ready to see something new at this point. Um, now, let's move on to Mashal. Mashal chapter 25. Um, we're going to keep it on rolling with the battle theme here, guys. Guys, um, it's it's been interesting to see Hajime Komoto's Mashal go from a relatively gag manga to a full-blown battle manga in the space of a few dozen chapters, I believe. Um, and this process has, in reality, been going on for a good while. But there hasn't been a good enough chapter to give me reason to feature this series beyond a passing mention. Um, for uh, Mashal Chapter 5, however, offers that opportunity, finally. Uh, mostly on the basis of its strong visual presentation um, and its crisp uh, character interactions. Um, to recap, Mashal's current arc is all about Mash and his friends, Mash and friends, taking on uh, Magia Lupus. Um, a group of highly skilled pure blood magicians who who look down on any anyone born into a uh, common family. Uh, think kind of like Draco Draco Malfoy and his Slytherin lackeys, only a lot more threatening. Um, chapter twenty three though saw our protagonists get split up and placing them into their own separate individual battles, a la Battle Shonen style, um, that have been yet to be explored in kind of proper detail. We've got Lance taking on uh, Rearth. A mud manipulator who can change and work the environment at will. Um, and Mashal Chapter 25 acts as um, as a climax to this fight, uh, bringing everything that Mashal has, has to offer as a battle manga to its t to the table. Um, firstly, uh, there's the issue of the power system. Uh, Mashal kind of operates on more or less the same rules of Harry Potter. Uh, Meaning that it is all about wielding a wand and saying a magic incantation. Uh, most of the characters also have some sort of magic that they kind of specialize in. Um, for example, Lance's being gravity and Worth's being mud manipulation. Um, and this is relatively easy to understand. Uh, but the fact that Mashal has yet to explain how its version of magic works leaves chapter, five, chapter 25 with a few problems. Um, how are we supposed to know who is stronger? Uh, how are we supposed to understand how the Lance, how Lance wins? <laughs> how are we supposed to follow the action? Um, if Mashal does really does want to be a battle manga, uh, which I think it should, because I think it has the potential to be a good one, uh, then it does need to take the opportunity to explain some of these questions at some point. Um, even so, this kind of hardly even matters. There's no doubt in my mind. That uh, Hajime Komoto will explain these rules at some point in time. Just being a little facetious. But perhaps once this arc is over, we'll kind of see some of these questions being hinted at. Uh, furthermore, National 25, Chapter 25, more than makes up for this in terms of visual presentation and character dialogue alone. 
um, you know, both of which serve to engage the reader and provide at least some explanation as to what kind of happens with the events in the in this chapter. Put simply, Master 25 looks fucking awesome. And that's quite unusual as most chapters of the series up to this point have been mared by Komoto's repeated usage of the same art. And I'm not kidding. Uh, which gives the whole series a lazy veneer. Um, but Komoto goes all out in this in Master 25. Um, transforming uh, Wirth's uh, mud magic into giant beasts and Lance's gravity magic, apparently a second, a second version, into wonderfully arcane pillars with chains wrapped around them. Um, honestly, that double page spread is so good. It almost makes up everything up until this point worth it, I swear. But that, that sense of solid visual direction coming through Mashal Chapter 25, the, climat- the climatic moment of the chapters, another, another strong, strong, strong visual moment where Worth's Mud Monster is ripped apart by the force of Lance's uh, gravity magic. Um, and then you have the relationship between Lance and Worth. In much of the same way as Jujutsu Kaisen Chapter 20, 116, the two characters went into this fight with disdain with each other, but leave with a sense of respect. Um, this is both because Lance recognizes the amount of effort his opponent has put into the fight, and Worth has his expectations shattered as, as to what someone raised in a suboptimal environment can do. Um, and, and that's the theme. I should put the, that word environment in quotations because that's the theme of environment or nature na- or nature versus nurture is what runs through through this clash in Marshall 20, chapter 25, um, providing the thematic reason as to why Lance was able to win out against Worth. Um, once again, this almost makes up for the lack of proper battle system, but its absence does still prevent me from being 100% engaged. Yet... If Mashable Chapter 25 is a taste of what's to come, then I'm all here for it, and you guys should too. Um, moving on. We're going to be moving on to um, My Hero Academia, Chapter 279. Um, finally. Finally, finally, we've come to My Hero Academia, Chapter 200, 279. Uh, much, much like with Chainsaw Man... Um, previously, I, I've been wanting to cover this latest arc of Kohei Horikoshi's long-running series for uh, quite a bit, quite some time now. Um, and its absence for, from um, from this show, despite the momentous events taking place there, and has been quite, uh, quite conspicuous, you know. Um, ne- nevertheless, it is finally time to explore the madness that is the Paranormal Liberation Army arc, uh, regardless of whatever ends up afterwards. Uh, Let's just jump into it. The the last time we checked in with... Uh, last time I kind of really... Last time I even talked a little about my, my Hero Academia was, what, 270? And I was a few episodes back. When uh, Tomoto Shitagaki was awakening from his deep sleep uh, to wreak some evil destruction. Um, and that's exactly what he did. But uh, My Hero Academia 279 isn't really about Tomoto or Deku. But the students of UA... Um, you may have forgotten where they were, where they were, where they were here at all, but here they are. Um, part of the problem with reading an arc like this weekly is the fact that you forget so many of the moving parts. Um, given that they were established months and months ago, but here we are. It's And to be honest, it's great to see so many of the characters like uh, Yaro Yorizu or Jiro uh, share some of the spotlight finally. As it's been dominated by Deku and Bakugo as they fought Tomoda for several, several weeks now. Um, more specifically, the students of UA are tasked with bringing down the absolute unit that is uh, Gigantomachia. Um, all for one's most devoted follower and former bodyguard. Um, it is the fight against uh, Gigantic Machia that gives My Hero Academia Chapter 279 an enormous, palpable sense of scale and destruction. Something that this, a small thing that this manga has really, really been missing for me. Um, hoping in this regard is Kohei Horikoshi's art. Uh, when the giant foe is dragged to the ground by um, Yaru Yorizu's rope traps, you can actually kind of feel the impact thanks to the use of the large panel and the jagged sound effects. Um, the the UA students don't really end up completing their goal and taking out uh, Gigantomachia, but by the end of this uh, My Hero Academia chapter 279, but they do come pretty damn close. Um, 
And this chapter 279 actually leaves off on a cliffhanger as uh, Mount Lady summons the last reserves of her strength to force open uh, Gigantomachia's uh, mouth so that Mina can place a tranquilizer in it. Um, and the reason why I decided to mention this is because this there was some speculating that Mount Lady was dead after last week. So the rest, so rest assured as those who, who share the same disposition as uh, Minenta. <laughs> Overall, My Hero Academia 279 is another excellent, excellent installment in what is shaping up to be an excellent arc with plenty of twists and turns along the way. Um, trying to predict where things will go from here on out is sort of kind of impossible at this point. Although I do expect that things will never, ever be the same afterward. Um, and it's always worth noting that My Hero Academia Chapter 279 also comes with a special illustration marking the series' 6th anniversary, originally debuting as it did in J July 7th of 2014, I believe. And that's certainly nothing to be sniffed at. And, and there's also a popularity contest going on right now that will be interesting to see the results of. Uh, Miracle will probably rank quite high. Uh, pff, that's if the Japanese readers know what's good for them. Um, but yes... Pick yourselves up, young ladies and gentlemen. You have just witnessed Seatel's uh, <laughs> Weekly Modern Corner. You can read Jujutsu Kaisen Chapter 116, Mashal Chapter 25, and My Hero Academia 279 for free on Viz Media's Shonen Jump um, right now uh, for this week. And thank you for joining me on Dub's Weekly Manga Corner. Um, next week, you'll probably see me do some other chapters. Um, I might maybe do a whole volume review, but I got a lot of lot of content I've been I've been wanting to push out, and I just haven't been able to because with some equipment issues and my Twitter being messed with and hacked. So, um, but there's a lot of cool things I cannot wait. I really want to talk about Chainsaw Man. Um, I want to talk about the My Hero Academia OVA. Um, I kind of want to get to the Time Paradox Ghost Rider manga that I've been doing for. I want to talk about more Jujutsu Kaisen. And it's in its upcoming hype anime. Um, man, I even I kind of even want to talk about My Hero Academia and Horikoshi kind of jumping to the digital realm now. Um, there's a lot of things I really want to get to. I've been doing a lot of manga stuff. I've said, and I've said I want to do some guests. I want to bring on some new guests. Uh, I got a few lined up. I just haven't been able to get in contact with them with and try to set down a, a, a solidified date. Um, but there's a lot of things coming right at you guys. Uh, just give me a few, give me some time to get things uh, kind of sort with the Twitter, get my ideas written down, getting stuff recorded now, <laughs> making it sound good, um, and getting all that great together. But thank you for joining me. Um, thank you for allowing my voice into your ears and into your homes. I hope you guys enjoyed the manga that we talked about. I hope you enjoyed our conversation at the beginning about Shonen Jump and its issues that it's facing this year and how it plans to resolve them, hopefully, in this later half. Um, but if you like the show and you want to see, you want to hear more of the show and make sure that I'm able to still make more uh, nice content for you guys, consider becoming a um, an official Weebcast uh, supporter. Um, if you go to my Twitter, which is twitter.com forward slash J-X-N-M-O-R-I, You'll be able to hit the link, my anchor link in my bio. And then it'll, um, you can hit right there. You see the little dollar sign. You'll be able to hit to donate. And you can donate um, however, which is whatever is, um, uh, app, you know, applicable for you. You don't have, you know, donate whatever much you can to the show as possible. Uh, helps with the quality of the show. Helps with, the, with some of the guests I can bring on. And just the overall quality and quantity of the show. Any bit helps. I really do appreciate it. Um, but that's not the only way you can support the show. It is a really great way to support the show, but there's other ways you can support the show. You can also rate, review, like, um, leave a review and on any other podcasting, uh, apps that you guys use to listen to the show with Spotify, Apple music, I mean, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, iHeartRadio, or wherever you guys may be listening to the show. Make sure you guys, you get, give, give me some feedback where the, and you can also give me feedback on Twitter, um, wherever it's easier for you. Give me feedback on the show, rate it, review it, um, do whatever you can subscribe to it. Um, it just lets me know how I can prove the show. Um, and just kind of, and, and it's just more insight. Cause I, like I said, the show is, is made by weaves for weaves. Uh, and I'm just a weave and I was, I want to make a show for the weaves out there, uh, with some hard cuts and also things to make it for people who are just want to get into anime and manga. So if you want to support the show, think about ra rating and reviewing the show wherever you can and just let me know up on my Twitter and how things I can, how I can improve. Or if you want to be on the show. 
hit me up on Twitter. I'm always welcome. We can find someone. We can record and bang, this, bang that stuff out. Because I would love. I want as many people on the show as possible. Um, I'm pretty sure I, I don't have any other housekeeping things to do. So we're going to kind of wrap it up. Th- like I said, thank you for allowing me to your ears and, and allowing me to your homes. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Chock full of manga and Shonen Jump goodness. Because there's a lot more coming up in these next few weeks. But for now, you see Dubs, you're supposed to see Dubs out of 3,000. And he's gone.